There we go. There we go. <laughs> I was afraid that my phone wasn't going to work, so I had a laptop to spare. There you go. Yeah, don't worry about it. Shit happens. I deal with the same thing actually every day with classes and everything. But um, appreciate you hopping on. I know it's been a minute, but obviously, as you know, shit kept coming up with me and timing and everything. But I'm glad I could finally get you on here. Um, let's, uh, let's start off with a little bit about you. You know, your backstory, where you're from, what you do. Um, for everybody that doesn't know, I'm here with Tyler Gustafson, if that's how you pronounce your last name. Gustafson. Gustafson. Okay, that's yeah. so, so much easier. We just we say it a lazy way. It's probably not the correct pronunciation, but that's the way we say it. So I'm gonna go with it. <laughs> um, yeah, tell me about yourself, man. Well, I'm 23, be 24 in July. I went to Slippery Rock University for a bachelor's in psychology and a minor in crim. I've worked in like a youth placement before for trouble kids, did that for a little while. And now I'm working at a child center where I talk to parents and help them with human services and stuff. So that's wow, super dude, that's, fun. That's, uh, that's, that's awesome, actually. Um, actually, I got some, some family who does that stuff um, themselves. They live out in Maryland. Oh, but cool. um, that's, that's pretty sick. I didn't know that about you. That's pretty awesome. Um, pretty I like it. Moving, moving forward from that, um, you're a strong man, obviously. Um, big dude, big, strong dude. Obviously, that helps with being mentally strong, being a psychology major and everything. But um, tell me about how you got into lifting a little bit. Well, when I was younger, I obviously had like that crappy little bench press that you, you find at Walmart and you throw it in your bedroom and mess with it at night. But you never yeah. really knew what you were doing. So you just kind of went with it. So I started with that. But I never I've always watched strong. Man. that was always my thing. If it was on TV, I would mm-hmm. watch. And I finally... When I went to Slippery Rock, I put on a bunch of weight that I didn't want to put on. I'm like, all right, I guess it's time to get in the gym and do something about it. So freshman year, would have been December of 2016, I stepped in the gym. And ever since then, it's been, that's that's it. That's what I've done. That's crazy. So so you just kind of went straight into Strongman. For the, I've always, Strongman's always been the thing. It's what I knew before I knew powerlifting or bodybuilding. Really? Yeah. I didn't know any, I never saw anything like that before. And strongman, I was just like, wow, these giant dudes, like, that's crazy. That looks so cool. Yeah. So the first year I trained mostly powerlifting. And then I got in con, there was a strongman gym in my hometown. And the guy who owned it, I'm pretty good friends with, he actually qualified for worlds in his weight class. So I got to train alongside him and I learned. 95% 95% of what I know from him. Okay. He doesn't do it as much anymore, but obviously I still do. And I still go to him every now and then for tips. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's uh, definitely huge to have a mentor like that. Um, I'm on the same position as you, actually. I knew what, I mean, I knew what like the basic lifts and shit were when I first yeah. got into working out and everything, but strongman was always, I wanted to do strongman. I knew what that was before I knew what Olympic lifting was because same thing as you granted i was always a big kid i'm an offensive lineman always a big kid been that way my whole life and i would see these strong men and it would be like i want to do that you know mm-hmm. like beyond it was for me it was always like like obviously you have those dreams of being like a professional athlete and everything like oh, that sure. and, and you start off with like okay when you're that big it's like i could be a lineman and play football yeah or I could lift heavy things. 
Yeah, that's about and, it. He, that's 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 about it. Unless I want to lose about fifty yeah. to a hundred pounds, which I wanted to do when I was a little kid, but I'm grateful I never did that. Um, I actually did that at one point, but it it won't, I, w- I went from three fifty to two forty in about nine months. Really? And yeah, because I was playing baseball and I was like, I need to get faster and better. Mm. So I did that, and I just I put it back on just because I didn't really train. I just didn't eat, obviously, yeah. which is a big issue. Yeah. But I put it back on through lifting more so now. Gotcha. Yeah, I've found that even now when I first when I first got back down, I'm back at home in Florida right now. When I first came back down here, uh, my goal before going into surgery, which I actually just scheduled today, thankfully, I'm getting in there on May 19th to finally get rolling with that process and everything. But when I first got down here for the first week, I didn't eat. Just the, okay. not, not intentionally. I was just like in a bad place and everything like that. Yeah. And, but I also knew I had to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and without lifting and not eating, I went from 326, 327. So now I'm sitting at like 316. Oh, wow. So 10 pounds in a week. Like my body went into yeah. shock. I was looking at pictures. I've just mm-hmm. even worse that back in December last, when I last competed with weightlifting, I was 335, um, yeah. which is the heaviest I've ever been. Strong as shit. And I loved it. Yeah. But uh, from a football perspective, that's not very practical. But anyways, let's talk a little bit about what strongman is. Like if you could define it, I know it's, it's a whole bunch of things. Um, just give, give me what you would say your definition of it is. Well, I found this really cool definition before, and I kind of stuck with it. It's kind of like an expression of strength with just non-standard equipment. Like you hardly, you almost never see a typical barbell in strong. Very True. occasionally it's a deadlift or they'll call it a circus barbell. Mm-hmm. That's like the only time you see a typical, anything you'd see in a normal gym in strong. Okay. Okay. I, I, uh, I never thought about it like that. And definitely right. I mean, watching people do yoke walks, watching people do watching world's strongest man competitions and watching the Arnold and everything you see these, like, I'm pretty sure the athletes don't even know like what they're competing in until like a week beforehand. A lot of the times. Yeah. I just, uh, believe world's strongest man this year is like five or six weeks away. And all the athletes like just today or like the last week got the events. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Um, so speaking on events, what are, I mean, again, there's so many, what would you, to narrow it down a little bit, what would you say are like the most common that you'll typically see in any competition? Well, 99% of the time you're going to have five events. Okay. Most of the time you'll have a, you'll have some sort of deadlift. You'll have some sort of press event. You'll have some sort of loading or medley. And then you'll have like Atlas stones. And then the fifth event can kind of be a toss up. It could be keg toss. It could be another press. It could be, it could be anything. Okay. Typically there's going to be like those main events and then there's variations of such. Okay. And obviously right now you're an amateur strongman trying to make that road into becoming a professional. Um, So with that, you've obviously done uh, a solid number of competitions, I'd assume. Um, what are those competitions like, like the atmosphere, other competitors? Cause I've done, I've done obviously a bunch of Olympic weightlifting stuff. Um, I've been to powerlifting meets, so I kind of know both of those things. I don't know anything about bodybuilding, but I really don't care about bodybuilding. Um, so what, what's the atmosphere like? Oh, the atmosphere is great. Like I went into my first one. I didn't really train before I signed up. I touched two of the events like a month before. 
and everything else I was brand new to. So I showed up. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just going to go and have fun. And everybody there is super helpful, giving you tips in between your attempts before you go. The, guy, the gym I went to for my first competition, the owner of that gym is now my coach three years later. And it's great. But they're super supportive. I, uh, I honestly figured as such. I mean, I've noticed with – have you ever been to a, like a full-on powerlifting competition? I've been to a mock one recently, but it, okay. it wasn't standard or anything like that. Like what I noticed there, obviously, it's very, very. I feel like it, it's very similar to strongman in the sense where it's like very loud. Um, people are very supportive, cheering each other on. Whereas at Olympic meets, it's like dead silent. Like you could hear a pin drop, and then even also, you don't really get like advice from people. Maybe at local meets, like little small local meets, but when you get to like state and national level meets, it's like every man for themselves. That's kind of surprising to me. I wouldn't yeah, have expected it's, it's don't get me wrong. In 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 the gym, um, like just training and everything, people will be friendly. That's what I've found anyways. But I can't really attest to that too much because I've rarely trained in an actual Olympic lifting gym. Yeah. I just have a barbell at the gym that I go to, which is if fucking anytime fitness that just happens to have yeah. bumper plates. Um but yeah, it's just so I'm trying to put my finger on it it's like i said it's just everybody fends for themselves which again i understand because at the national level people are trying to win and and get international uh team usa slots and stuff like that but i just love if it was more of that i understand the silence of it because of how technical everything is but oh, when, it sure. comes, when it comes to the competitors themselves again outside of those local meets i've found it's just very like like glaring eyes and just just not very friendly, not very friendly, but um, that's definitely interesting to hear. Um, getting into your training a little bit, what's your training split like? Because obviously, again, you have these crazy events that you have to train for. So with that, your entire body has to be strong, but also you have to be prepared for certain events over others. So what's each week look like? And and with that, can you dive into like what it's like when you're not prepping for a competition versus when you get like 10, eight weeks out from a competition? All right. I mean, actually, I just today I signed up for my next competition. It is August 28th, but for I believe it's going to be the next six weeks, five, six weeks, I'm doing like a small deload kind of rebuilding phase okay. where it's mainly just powerlifting. Okay. Like I'll have plus overhead press. Mondays, I'll do like my squats. Tuesdays, I'll do overhead press. Thursday or Wednesdays, I'll move on to some deadlifts. And then Thursdays, I'll bench press. So it's a pretty simple powerlifting style thing, more reps, kind of power building. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then gotcha. I get about two months out is when we get serious event work. Okay. We'll, you know, we'll go light on the events to start just to get a feel for them because obviously they're different every competition. And then once I get a feel for them, get the technique dialed in, then we'll start ramping up the weights and then go into the competition on a nice deload and then just hope for the best. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you definitely, so you do implement those, obviously you implement the deadlift because you have to deadlift for your competition and, and for your purpose. But so you do implement bench pressing, you do implement different squat variations and stuff like that. Oh, definitely. Okay. Okay. And with that, do you have any favorite, like what's, let's start off with it like this. What's your favorite body area? I don't want to say body part. Like what's your favorite muscle area muscle group to develop to train it's got to be back 
It has to be. With shoulders being a close second. Yeah, I, I would have thought. I would have thought shoulders for sure. I only say back because you need your back for literally everything in strongman. Okay. Like it's for stabilization in the overhead press. If you're going to farmers or a yoke walk and you have a weak back, it's just going to fold you. It's going to crumple you. Squat events, uh, Atlas stones, you have to have a strong back because you're being put into that weird position where you're hunched over trying to pick up this big circle. Mm -hmm. Again, uh, truck pulls, stuff like that, and literally everything, you need your back to strongman. So if you don't have a strong back, you're not going anywhere. Gotcha. I mean, that that makes sense. One of my, my, uh, my weightlifting coach always tells me, and he's told me this since I started working with him before I was a weightlifter. Mm -hmm. um, it was just solely, he would always tell me like, you can never have too strong of a back. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, so, I agree. Forward. I agree hundred percent. And I've even found that since um, obviously I can't train like I norm, like I'm used to, so I'm doing more of like a, I guess you could say power building or more closer to bodybuilding type split where I'm focusing on, instead of training my snatch and my clean and jerk on different days um, and training squats on certain days and going that route, I'm going obviously the classic back day, chest day or push day, pull day, leg day, um, what I can do with my legs anyways. Um, yeah, that's, that's mostly how I trained for the first three years or so until I yeah. got a coach. So yeah, I get it. Okay. Um, and then beyond like those body muscle groups, really, um, what would you say your favorite events are to train? I really like training yoke. Yoke, I haven't gotten to do it in competition yet. I was going to do one last year with it and I got canceled because of COVID. Gotcha. But I find yoke to be a lot of fun to train. And then there's like, I like keg toss, but I haven't gotten to do that. And kind of thing. I've always wanted to do a log ladder, like ranging from like 220, 240, 260, 280, 300. Mm -hmm. Going five logs as quickly as you can. I get to do that in my next competition. So I'm really looking forward to that one. Awesome. 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 Um, I do have a question actually that kind of just popped into my head. What's the equipment look like? Like, obviously, like you see strong men wearing like, it's almost like they're wearing like three or four belts. Yeah. And you're allowed to use those double loop straps sometimes and, and stuff like that. So what, what's kind of like the equipment that you use different brands? Ooh, prime my, Ooh, that's tough. Brands as far as strongman stuff, Cerberus is like a huge name. Okay. Cerberus is made by strongman for strongman. Okay. So I, they're used heavily, but some other brands are like SBD, stuff like that. Okay. Those are like the main two. But as far as using equipment in actual competition, unless the rules directly state you can't use it, then it's it's fair game. There's like, like I've seen some competitors, they'll wear knee sleeves and then they'll wear wraps over it and squat at them. That's crazy. Just double down or two pairs of sleeves or it can be anything. So it's almost like you don't really have a, obviously, a, could, like, are you allowed to wear like a deadlift suit when you deadlift? <laughs> It, if, uh, it's competition to competition really okay if they like if the rules say deadlift suit then yeah of course you can wear one if they say no then you can't but it's just whoever's putting on the show can pretty much make or do whatever they want okay okay um and another quick question um where do you train out of do you train at home do you like do you have a home setup or do you train um in an actual facility me and my buddy got super lucky just about it would have been this time last year right before COVID hit we actually decided to go in and buy a ton of weights buy a squat rack and kind of invest in our own personal gym so we got a 
it was like 1200 pounds of weights for like 65 cents a pound which in relation to what it is now oh, yeah it's like three four dollars a pound yeah yeah so we made out big time that's ridiculous and um, slowly over the last year we've just been i've been buying more and more strongman stuff we've gotten like another lap pull down machine we have our own yoke we have two benches we have the logs circus dumbbell axle deadlift bar power bar we have everything we need pretty much gotcha have you ever had to like make any of those things or like ever had to like, like go the homemade route? Um, obviously like some of the stuff is just either ridiculously hard to get your hands on, or I feel like you could only get it from like for the competition, if that makes sense. Like ever yeah. have to weld anything together, cut anything, build anything. Not me, but whenever, whenever I did start training at that strongman gym here with my buddy who qualified for worlds, he had a lot of stuff made. I mean, he had everything you can imagine made. It just because that's what we did around here. You built it instead of bought it because nobody was manufacturing it at that point. So it's either you build it yourself or you don't have it. Gotcha. And for the actual equipment, is it like, like, does it break the bank? Like, is it ridiculously expensive? Or again, does it kind of follow that, that like 65, 70 cents per pound? Because obviously you got to buy ridiculously heavy things and ridiculously supportive things well i've spent a lot of money on my equipment just because i like to have a variety of stuff like i have shoes for moving events i have shoes for I have squat shoes which are just my basic like your olympic lifting shoes yeah i have the soft belt the hard belt different straps different sleeves depending on the event which isn't necessary at all like i just because i can get it i could get it i got yeah. it you don't need any of that stuff, but it just, it helps in some scenarios. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I don't need, I like, I have like three pairs of straps that I use Yeah. and like, I, I obviously don't need straps at all really, but I like, it's just nice to have, you yeah. know, only thing I wish I had, I wish I had multiple pairs of fucking shoes. Cause my weightlifting shoes are the tread is like, I could peel the tread. Yeah. Off. I run, I run through shoes like crazy. Yeah. So I've always had to get uh, yeah. this. I've had the same pair since fucking when I started lifting in 2017. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of anything else to really touch on, but I mean, that's the, I guess that's kind of the beauty of strongman is it's, it's simple. Like it's, it's yeah, pretty anybody, simple. anybody can do it. Yeah. Expect, like they even have competitions for like disabled strongman. Really? So, yeah. If you're blind or like, if your legs don't work, they'll have seated deadlifts, seated events like that. Okay. Or like, I've even seen guys in wheelchairs pulling trucks, planes, stuff like that. Jesus, that's 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 honest. For some people, even with like one arm, no load atlas stone, which is some of the craziest stuff I've ever seen. Yeah, I can't even I can't even fathom that. You'd have to like. Yeah, it's I can barely do atlas stone, which is ridiculous. Yeah, I can barely do it with two arms, so I yeah. Um. Do you have any advice for anybody looking to get into it as a strength sport, whether they want to do it competitively or just train or in incorporate it into their training? I would recommend them doing a competition just because, just because you go there and you'll learn so much from the people there okay. more than anything you can learn online. If you show up to a good competition, don't even worry about the events. It doesn't matter what they are. Show up, whatever they are, do them, but ask questions while you're there. Don't be afraid to learn because anybody can do the sport. You don't need all the equipment. You just show up and have fun if you want. Because everybody, they're so inclusive about it. Gotcha. Do you ever have any, like, like, obviously strong men are big guys. Are there ever any, like, not nearly as big? Like, I feel like majority of strong men, 
who compete are over 300 or at least over like 270, 280? Uh, I don't know. That's tough to say. Just because they just had a under 105 kg, so I believe it's 231 and under. Mm-hmm. It was called Clash on the Coast Strongman. So all these guys weigh under 231 pounds, and they would destroy me in a competition by far, easily. Yeah. Uh, trying to think. There was a world record set by Nicholas Canby. He pressed, he cleaned and pressed a 417-pound axle. Oh, my God. Which is absurd when you're weighing any weight, regardless of it being 231. Gotcha. But their, their weights are, they would crush me in competition. So the guys that are 231, 105 kg, and even less than that are just animals. Yeah, I've, I've noticed the same thing in weightlifting. Like, there's, there's people, and obviously I'm in the unlimited weight class, I'm 109 plus. Um, when you get down to like, from like 81 to like 96 to like 102, and even at that 109 point, like there are dudes who are just, and girls for that matter too. Yeah, oh, for sure. Ridiculously strong. And I don't know if it's just because even, even people who don't have like years and years and years of training and experience who are just naturally fucking strong, you know, that's, that's insane. Um, speaking on the axle, what's, I, I, I hate to keep asking, like, what's this like, what's this like, what's this like, but like, what's, what's it like trying to do like clean impresses with an axle? Obviously I know what it's clean to, what it's like to clean with an actual barbell, but I can't imagine like, like I've played around with, I used to train out of this gym. Um, I, I live in Ormond beach, Florida. I used to train out of this gym in Holly Hill, perfect storm, hardcore performance. It's where. There's no strong men there, but there's a bunch of power lifters there. So they have some like strong men equipment. It's actually where Daniel Bell trains out of oh, um, first that first time I ever set foot in a gym. And I was like, I am tiny. <laughs> oh yeah. Against him for sure. Most of us are. Um, but like, I've played around with like, diff- I've played around with an axle. I've played around with, with a log and stuff like that. But like, what's, yeah. what's it like trying to kind of like, I'm trying to put my words together here, but I just can't think of it. What's it like to kind of move the weights unconventionally? That's the best way to put it. Like well, that's, that's kind of the great part is like, as long as you, like in terms of axle clean and press, now, unless it specifies under the rules, belt cleans are like a huge issue right now. Yeah. Meaning, you know, set the axle on the belt. Yeah. And, and clean your hands under and yeah. Some people, some people allow it competition, some don't. What I like, what I would prefer is any means that you can get that bar up, get it up. That's kind of how it works in strong for the most part. Like if you want to pick it up and like roll it up your legs and then throw it on your shoulder, like however you want to get it to your shoulder and press it, I think should be fair. Because you can you can push jerk, you can split jerk, you can strict press, you can push press. It doesn't matter how you press it. Yeah. I don't think it surely matter how you clean it either. Yeah. I got you. I, I'm, I, I agree. Um, especially because I'm in a world where there's nothing but rules. I, even with the slightest, slightest flex on a jerk, you know, your whole lift is DQ'd. Um, so I, I'm definitely with that a hundred percent. Cause like you said, it's just kind of the essence of strongman. And I think, I think I heard it from, obviously I'm a huge fan of like the power lift of the strongman grades. Like, I used to live, eat, sleep, and breathe Eddie Hall, Brian Shaw, Half Thor Bjornson. 
Um, and I still do a little bit, but I remember Eddie Hall said something. I think it was in like a documentary or something like that, where he said the greatest thing about it, it might've been Thor, but the greatest thing about strongman is it's the ultimate competition. Cause there's like no way to be around it. Like even yeah. in, there's, there's no judgment. Like if you lift it, you lift it. If you don't lift it, you don't lift it. I think I know what you're talking about. It was Eddie comparing to like bodybuilding. Yeah, body yeah, like, like, like there's, it's based judges. on judges, you know? Yeah. And same thing with weightlifting. Like if you could argue, like there will be three judges, you could get DQ'd on a lift because one person thought it was good. The other two thought it was bad. Whereas in strongman, again, it's just, if you're strong enough to lift the weight, then yeah. you're strong enough to lift the weight. If you can't lift it, you can't lift yeah. it. And you're going up against five events where they're all very different. Yeah. You have to be decent at all of them. If you zero one event, you could be out of the competition. You could be done. Like my last competition, I took second. And I don't think I won a single event. I think I got second or third for most of it. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it's just, you kind of, so it is a, it's a point system. It is. Depending okay. on like how many, if there are 10 people in your class and like for event one, say I do the most reps, I'll get 10 points and then the next person will get nine, eight, seven, six, the whole way down. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so to win the competition, you don't have to come in first every time. That's you come second every event if you want it. That's, that's what happens. Okay. That's uh, that's that's pretty cool. Um, I got nothing else. Um, do you have anything else that you want to throw in, talk about, whatever? Not much, man. No. Um, Cover it all. All right. So I guess that wraps it up. Thank you. So, so, so much, Tyler, for hopping on here, being able to talk about Strongman, which, again, I feel like is probably the most – it's obviously getting more notoriety, but it's kind of, oh, I feel like, the most neglected of the strength sports. Um, so it's definitely cool to get some insight on that. Um, and I think – I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but I want to get into Strongman after I'm done with whatever I want to do with Olympic lifting, whenever that <laughs> career is wrapped up and football is wrapped up. So it's definitely cool to get some insight on that and to get it out to people who are interested in it and maybe don't know much about it. Um, yeah. Do you want to, obviously you're on TikTok. That's where I met yeah. you and everything. Um, do you want to drop your, your handles for that for anybody listening who wants to drop you? Yeah, a on, TikTok, on TikTok, you can find me. It's Gus underscore lifts. And then on Instagram, it's Tyler underscore Gus. Either one works. I post more on TikTok, but Instagram is still there. I still need it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, as always, give me a shout on Instagram at the max out pod. Um, shout out to Big Ben Strength, which is where this episode is going to be under underneath the Big Ben Strongcast. Um, for anybody listening, the max out podcast is going to be coming soon, coming back. I'm just doing a lot with that and putting together. Obviously, I'm going to be in my house a lot this summer. So I'm putting together kind of like a studio um, in my garage. I'm getting a camera so I can do a lot more production value wise and branch into YouTube and just kind of see where that takes me and give me something to really focus on this summer beyond just rehabbing and getting my knee healthy and everything. Um, but yeah, give a shout to at the max out pod on Instagram or me at W Cunningham 65 on Instagram and on TikTok at Willie underscore C 65. And uh, I guess that wraps it up. Thank you so much. Sweet. Thank you, Willie.